0: All right, welcome back to the Your Financial EKG podcast. My name is Drew Blackston. I am your host today. I'm also a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor representative, registered financial consultant, and your virtual financial advisor. And what we are talking about today are five tips for managing your 401k, IRA, or Roth IRA. So again, that's five tips for managing your 401k, IRA, or Roth. But before we get started into that, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I know that you have a lot of options when it comes to your podcast and the things that you put in your ears, so I just want to say thank you. Listen, if this is your first time with us, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com, Connect with me on LinkedIn, at Drew Blackston, or go to my YouTube page. Actually, how about you do all three? Go to my YouTube page, Your Financial EKG, and that's where I put out a lot of great videos, a lot of great content, a weekly stock market update, uh, ways to be a better investor, uh, do money God's way, all kinds of different um, videos to help you on your financial journey. So let's get into this today. Five tips for managing your 401k, IRA, or Roth. Now, the reason I'm saying this about 401ks, IRAs, and Roths and not brokerage accounts, not regular investing accounts, because some of the things we're going to talk about today, if you do this inside of a regular investing account, say an account that you pay taxes on every year, whether that's interest or dividends, Some of the tips I'm going to talk about would cause you more taxes in those accounts. Now, some of these tips you can easily do in a regular brokerage account, but some of them would cause more taxes. So I just want to be very clear on that. These tips are specifically designed for your 401k, your Roth IRA, your IRA, a SEP, a simple, anything that is going to be a pre-tax or post-tax qualified account, okay? All right, so let's start with the first tip for managing your 401k IRA or Roth. And that, that number one is load up on stocks or stock funds if you are young. Now, let me describe young for you when it comes to investing. And I use it as an airplane example. You have really kind of three cycles with an airplane. You have takeoff, you have cruising, and you have landing. Okay, so takeoff for me is somewhere between the ages of 18 and 50. So if you are between the age of 18 and 50, you want to load up on stocks or stock funds. The reason for that is the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, these are your best ways to make as much money as you possibly can inside of your 401k, your IRA, and your Roth. And I say that because, in all honesty, the market is going to grow nine times out of ten. You know, I just did a recent live stream on my YouTube page called How the Biden Administration Will Impact Your Retirement. And as I was studying for it, I looked at the last... Um, 17 presidential administrations, which would be the last 68 years. So from Eisenhower all the way to Biden. And if you look at those 17 presidential administrations, only three times, only three presidential administrations did the S&P 500 or the stock market actually finish down for that presidential administration. Um, And so for the, the other you know, what's that? 14, the market finished up. So you can essentially say that nine times out of 10, right, the market is going to finish higher, no matter who the president is. Now, obviously, the future is different. Um, you know, we're at an all time high right now with the S&P 500. It's been, you know, it came out of COVID. It's been an interesting type of year. But to be honest, if you're looking over the long term, if you take all the micro news out of things and you look at the macro scheme, the market is the best place to put your money. Now, if you're in what I call circling the runway of your landing or of your airplane ride, meaning you're getting ready to retire, this is totally different. And that's something, listen, if you want a personalized retirement analysis to make sure that your investments are suited correctly, Go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com, fill out your information there, and we'll do that for you. But if you're young, if you're in takeoff mode, if you're between the ages of 18 and 50, you want to be trying to grow your money as much as possible, and I recommend putting it into stock funds, especially, I would say, index funds, meaning the S&P 500 index, which the the fund that I prefer is VOO, the NASDAQ index fund, which would be um, QQQ, would be the, uh, the fund symbol there. Um, but obviously if you have a 401k sometimes you don't have options you don't have the ability to, to look at all kinds of different uh, mutual funds or etfs and so inside of your 401k the plan administrator should have laid out funds that you can uh, pick especially index funds um, and you can ask them which one that is so do that all right so number one tip load up on stocks or stock funds number two Think about your risk if you see the runway. Now, I just mentioned this, that if you are circling the runway, you want to start thinking about your stock risk. Okay, so number one was load up on stocks if you're young. Number two is you need to be thinking about risk as you get closer to retirement. Because a lot of times what happens We start investing in our 20s and we never changed the way we invest and now we're 51 or now we're 62 or now we're 70 and we're still investing with the same amount of risk that we were at 20. And so when the market has all this volatility, we look at our portfolio and it's up and down with the market and we're going, oh my gosh, what's going on? Well, we've never adjusted our portfolio risk from when we were young. And so I kind of equate this to thinking about if you've ever been to Disney or if you've ever been to a theme park, think about being on a roller coaster, okay? So if you're on a roller coaster, that's like being in the stock market. It's fast. You go up. You go down. You know you're going to get off the roller coaster eventually, but the thrill is getting to the end. Um, if you've ever ridden on a train, if you've ever ridden on Amtrak, if you've ever ridden on the Walt Disney Road Railroad... That's like being, that's like, that's the kind of investing I want to see some of my clients as they go into the runway. It's consistent, it's stable. We know where we're going, we know where we're getting off. There's not much of a thrill in it, okay? So you got to have a balance of both. You want roller coaster money and you want railroad money. But as you get closer to retirement, you definitely want to see more railroad money than roller coaster money. Now, if, again, if you want us to do a personalized financial EKG for you to see where your risk is at, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com, fill out your information there, we would be honored to do that. So number one, load up on stocks or stocks funds if you're young. Number two, think about your risk if you see the runway. Number three, so the, the third tip for managing your 401k, your IRA, or your Roth is try to contribute to a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. Now, I, wanna, I don't want to be political, but I want to say this. We're in, if you're listening to this, and it is 2021, we are in the Biden administration, and they are talking about raising taxes. And we have a national debt that is 100% of our GDP, and that is only going up. And so if you look at your future, right, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, taxes are probably going to be higher. And so if you're contributing to a 401k or an IRA or a SEPA or anything that's pre-tax money, and what I mean by pre-tax is you're putting money into an account, you're getting a deduction on your tax return, and when you take the money out, you pay taxes on it later in life. That is a ticking time bomb for Uncle Sam. So what we want to look at doing is contributing to Roth IRAs or Roth 401ks. If you have a 401k at work, the easiest thing for you to do Call your plan administrator and ask them, hey, is there a Roth option on my 401k? If there is, can change your contribution to that Roth option because now you're putting money in, you're paying the tax on it right now, but it's going to grow tax-free and the compound interest is going to grow tax-free. If you're contributing to an IRA, maybe you can now contribute to a Roth IRA. Look at those options. Now, this is a little kind of side note. If you're self-employed and you're using a SEP or a SIMPLE, they don't have a Roth SEP or a Roth SIMPLE option available yet. As of this recording, they don't have that available yet. They are kicking that around in Congress. If they're going to pass that, there's anyone's guess. But until they do, we don't have that option. So you need to talk to your CPA, your accountant. And here's one of the tricks that I use. I contribute to a SEP IRA because I'm self-employed. But what I can also do is contribute to a Roth IRA as well. So I'm able to contribute to a SEP and a Roth. Now, my contribution limits have to be kind of managed, but you look, again, I talk to my CPA, I make sure it works with my income and all that to say, okay, can I do these both? Now, I'm I'm contributing to the SEP because as a self-employed person, I wanna contribute more money and I wanna get the tax deduction, but I also wanna contribute the $6,000 to a Roth so I can get some tax-free money. And so it's a balance. It's not an all or nothing a lot of times. It's a balance. And so the third tip, if you have a 401k, if you're contributing to an IRA, switch that over to a Roth or to a Roth 401k. Okay, the fourth tip and the five tips for managing your 401k, IRA, or Roth. Make sure that you are rebalancing your portfolios. Now, what do I mean by rebalancing your portfolios? Because it's some, it's probably a word that you hear when you listen to CNBC or Fox Business. They say, rebalance your portfolio, rebalance. What I mean by that is, Maybe you're buying three mutual funds in your portfolio every year. Maybe you buy the S&P 500, you buy an international fund, and you buy a dividend fund. And so every month, you put money into your account, and it's buying those three mutual funds. Well, let's say the S&P 500 does really well one year, but the international markets don't do really well. But you continue to add money to those three funds. Well, your S&P 500 mutual fund is going to be worth a lot more than your international mutual fund. So going into the next year, you're going to have a lot more money in your S&P fund than your international fund. So what I'm suggesting or recommending is that you rebalance to get back into allocation. And what I mean by that is you sell some of your gains in the S&P 500 and you buy some of your and some of the losses in the international fund. What you're doing is you're taking some of the gains off the table. You're ringing the register on one end. And on the other end, you're taking an opportunity where the market is down and you're buying something at a low. You're just rebalancing. You're just getting back into proportion. Now, again, it's not something that is done automatically. You can do it automatically if you want. But it's something that you just want to look at every year because it gives you the opportunity to buy things at an all time, to buy things at a low when other things are at a high, especially when you're trying to invest for the future. Now, I don't do in my personal portfolio, I don't do an automatic rebalance like I don't go back to. 33 33 and 33 if we're looking at three funds automatically I look at it and say okay how much has this you know has this gained and do I feel like it's going to continue to move higher so do, how long do I want to hold it and then I look at it and say okay this is done poorly the, is there opportunities for growth here so let's start adding a little bit more money into this area so you can do it in more than just an automatic sell and buy you can say okay I'm going to stop adding funds. You know, I'm going to stop adding money to this fund. I'm going to add more to this fund. I'm going to change how my contribution goes in or whatever. Again, that's something we can help you with. If you go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com, would be honored to help you with that. Fill out your information. We can help you. Even if you have a 401k and you don't feel like, you know, you understand exactly what's going on, go there. We'd be happy to help. Now, the fifth tip for managing your 401k, IRA, or Roth. Remember, number one. Load up on stocks or stock funds if you're young. Number two, start thinking about your risk if you're getting ready to retire. Number three, try to do as many contributions to a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. Number four, make sure you rebalance every year. And the fifth tip for managing your 401k, IRA, or Roth is keep an eye on expenses. Now, this is what I mean by expenses, If you have a 401k, if you have an IRA, and you're investing in mutual funds, which is normally the easiest thing for everyday investors to invest in, make sure you keep an eye on the fees inside the mutual fund, okay? Now, not all funds are created equal, okay? So you might have a fund at a company, let's say you're at American Funds, and you're in the Growth Fund of America at American Funds, that's a mutual fund. And you're in the C share. Well, the C share, so uh, not to get too technical, but if you look at your mutual fund and you look at the end of it, so if it has a title and you look at the very end of the title, there's gonna be an A, B, C, a Y, an I, or maybe nothing. If you see a C, so in this example, let's say you're in the American Funds Growth Fund of America C share, and internally inside that mutual fund, there's gonna be higher fees, okay, than the Growth Fund of America what they call institutional share, which is a less feed fund. It's the same fund. It's offered by the same company, but the fees are different. And the reason for that is, is how the account is managed. So you want to make sure you're looking at the expenses, the fees, inside of your funds because if you can save money on the fees, right... If you can go from that C-share down to the institutional share, it's a lower fee, now that money's staying in your portfolio, and now that money that's staying in your portfolio, which was going out for your fee, is now getting compound interest and you're growing more money. It's the same with ETFs. A lot of things, a lot of times nowadays, they're coming out with these fancy ETS or fancy mutual funds, but the problem is people don't look at the expenses inside the funds. Now, we offer here at Your Financial EKG an expense and commission uh, analysis, and what you can do, and I know I've said this like seven times, you can go to our website, yourfinancialekg.com, and we will run a fee and expense Analysis for you to make sure you're not paying too much in fees in your portfolio because what here's what I want to look at if we're if we're doing the retirement EKG or the your financial EKG for you. I want to look at how your portfolio is performing. I want to look at any of the expenses or the fees on it, and I want to look at what we think it's going to do in the future, because those three things are going to determine how much money or where we're going to be at when we get to retirement, and are we going to have enough money to live on throughout retirement? You know, my goal as your virtual financial advisor is to help you get to and through retirement, but I also Want to protect your ability to stay in retirement. Okay, so five tips for managing your 401k IRA or Roth. Number one, load up on stocks or stocks funds if you're young. Number two, think about the risk when you get closer to retirement. Number three, try to change your contributions to a Roth 401k or a Roth IRA. Number four, make sure you look at rebalancing. And number five, keep an eye on expenses. Again, thank you so much for listening. I've gone a little longer than I normally go. So thank you so much for hanging on to the end. Again, my name is Drew Blackston. If you want to get in touch with me, if you want to work with me, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, leave us a good review, Go to YouTube, Your Financial EKG on YouTube, and at LinkedIn at Drew Blackston. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.